Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on the Rock Metal Podcast, we have Rage in My Eyes. They have a new EP called Spirals, which is released on October 15th. Right now, I'm being joined yeah. by Francis to share more information about why there's a rage in his eyes, and, and, and then came the <laughs> storm, but there was a spark of hope. So, Hey, that's beautiful. Thanks, man. I love that. Well, <laughs> you you gave me all the ammunition. I was just firing off. Uh-huh. So, Francis, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, John. I appreciate the you know the invite. Happy to be here. Mm, thank you so much. Well, I mean, you yeah. guys you guys wrote some quality music, and that makes my life easier. Great. I'm happy you think that way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Around more like minded people, so we'll get everybody listening in right now to listen to your guys' record. So in the show notes for today, wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple Music, you're on YouTube, you can see how incredibly good-looking we are. It's almost unfair, mm-hmm. actually, how good-looking we are. Yeah. Uh, there's and, I agree. And then came the Storm music video link you can click on, as well as RageInMyEyes.com that you can click on and, and stay in touch Perfect. You know, with the band. Yeah. So my first question is Spirals EP. Take us through this uh, compilation or this body of work? What what did you guys set out to create? Well, um, we 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 put out we put out our first full length album in 2019, and obviously it was time to put out some new stuff, you know. And but we had this well, not only us, but every everybody pretty much in the world was having this this trouble with you know like gathering. So we couldn't get together in a in a practice room to to rehearse or even to you know to arrange new songs. So we had to do things differently this time. Uh, it was a little bit, not, not I wouldn't say weird, but it was definitely for sure different because you know since since then we we always like got together in a room and and you know developed and worked on the songs. But this time we did things separately. So we have like our guitar player Magnus. He's he's like the main songwriter, right? So the songs that we're going to be talking about today, both of them were uh, written by him. Uh, and then he just you know he's he was just sending us just pretty much exchanging files uh, online, and everybody worked on their parts separately, you know. So I have like an, an, an electronic drum set back in my place. So I was just recording all my drum parts in the for the demos. I mean, right for the demos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when, once we thought that everything was was good to go, then obviously I mean to record drums, you need to, we need to go into into a recording studio. So we had some people there, you know, but always trying to be careful with you know because of COVID and all, uh, having masks on and you know all that all that stuff. But uh, we managed through, man. You know, we managed managed through. Uh, this was actually a quite a quick process, I would say, because we started uh, you know working on songs around probably like February this year. Mm-hmm. And then in May, I was I was at the studio, uh, you know, tracking drums. And then we had everything finalized by July, right? So, yeah, it was a uh, quick and interesting process. Would you do it again this way if, you know, the next time you guys are working on stuff, the world's open, everything's back to normal? Is there something mm-hmm. of this process that you're going to take away? Uh, well, actually, I think that well, we had to adjust to to what was going on, obviously, and I'm pretty sure that a lot of things that we had to adjust, we're gonna end up keeping, 
you know and i don't mean that just just within the band i mean like overall right uh we're everybody's a lot more used to like um home office and stuff like that so probably yeah we're probably going to keep that uh some of that especially because i am now in brazil the band is from brazil I've been living in Los Angeles for the past, well, I, we were just talking about this. So yeah. uh, I moved back to Brazil in 2020. Um, so once I move back to LA, we're going to have to, you know, obviously keep working this way, you know, working online and sharing files and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So many interesting and unique questions. Um, moving back to LA, what is it about LA that inspires you? So, um, I, I, you know, I, I've never been to L.A. before. So this was like my first time in L.A. And, uh, well, me and my wife, we were looking for like a life change, you know, like trying to because, I mean, we've been living down here in Brazil for pretty much all, all our lives. So pretty sure there's something different out there, right? Something more interesting, maybe. Uh, and obviously, L.A. has a very strong music scene, you know, like most of like. Not most, but a lot of like the best musicians in the world are, are, are over there. So uh, that's was pretty much what what attracted me to to go to L.A. and you know and see what what was going on over there. It was again, it was like quite an adventure, man. Quite an adventure because I mean, you know, down here, people know you. You know, people know your work and all that. But once you move to a different country, to a different city, it's like you got to start from from scratch. Nobody knows you. You know, you got to prove your value. You got to just go out there and perform and play and get to, you know, get people to know you and all that. So, yeah, man, it was a lot of hard work during, this, during those three years, for sure. I bet. A lot of cool stuff. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff happened, especially, you know, through, for my career. I don't know if I ever told you this, but uh, I had some pretty nice auditions. You know, I'm the drummer. So I was away from my band. We were still obviously working together. But I had some opportunities down there, um, up there in LA, uh, like auditioning for bands like Machine Head. You know, you know, you, you know them, right? Yeah, I, uh, I think I've had them on the show. I've chatted a couple of times. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So their drummer left in 2018, and then I ended up auditioning for them. Unfortunately, I didn't get the gig, mm -hmm. but it was still quite an experience and other other opportunities that I had that were pretty awesome. Yeah. Or I, a drummer. or I invited them on. We were working it out and it fell through. I know I there are so many uh, interviews that I've tried to work out. And with the pandemic, especially early on in the pandemic, it was so hard to nail people down because they were stuck at an airport finding out that they didn't need to be at that airport anymore because their tour was canceled. And then there goes their interview slot mm -hmm. that they were going to have at Soundcheck, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. But yeah. I'm looking up pictures of Porto Alegre, and <laughs> maybe I'm wrong, and you'll probably tell me I'm wrong, but I'm seeing some similarities between this and L.A. Like on the coast, you got the water, you even have the sign, mm -hmm. like, and they have Hollywood, and mm -hmm. you guys have Porto Alegre in, in the, the mountains there. Do this, we? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> oh, am I looking at the wrong sign then? But uh, I do see that it looks a little more European than L.A., for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Especially because of immigration. We had, like, this gigantic uh, German, Italian, Polish immigration down here in the south of Brazil. So we're talking, like, 1800s and early 1900s. 
So for sure, yeah. Okay, I'm looking at like an iron dinosaur or an iron horse or something next to this building that it looks Aztec to me, but I know that's not right because there wouldn't be Aztecs down there. But it, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, there's a rage in your eyes again. (laughs) Cool. So how, how did you get into that scene? So you land in L.A., not knowing anybody, and, you know, I guess for somebody who's never been to L.A., anybody listening in, it kind of sounds like, oh, you just, you get there and there's recording studios everywhere, but L.A. is freaking huge. Yes, it's a, you're, you're right, it's a gigantic, Yeah, for sure. so to land, you know, at LAX, and then next week be auditioning for Machine Head, can you take me through that? <laughs> well, it wasn't the next week, well, right? I know, so, I know. Okay, yeah. so uh, we moved to LA in June, June 2017, and then um, a week after, you, you were saying a week after that, so the, the week after that, I was recording Raging My Eyes' first album, mm-hmm. okay? So I forgot to mention that, which is pretty important. So the album I Sell, which has this cover right here, this clowny-looking person, mm-hmm. uh, I recorded the album in in Los Angeles with a Brazilian producer. He's super, super great, you know, at what he does. So that was one of the reasons why, you know, we tried LA. And also I attended the Musicians Institute, which is a music school, right? Yeah, Hollywood, right? Uh, North Hollywood? Hollywood, yeah. Yeah. You got yeah Hollywood, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you know then I, I think it was like around about two years later when I auditioned for Machine Head. Okay, so that makes like sense. a year and nine a year and nine months after that. Yeah, you got to you got to walk in groups when you're uh, at the school so you don't get raped. <laughs> well, in Hollywood, in Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. I mean, people say that it's dangerous and all, but being from Brazil, you know, we're used to that. We're so super careful and precautious. So, yeah, I didn't feel threatened at all. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Now, uh, one of the things I'm watching right now is And Then Came the Storm music Mm -hmm. video. So take us through this event. It looks like you guys were able to rent some kind of an outdoor uh, space. Yes, that's correct. So that's um so that's up in the mountain area here in our, in our home state, which is the southern state of Brazil, in a town called. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna first say it in, in Portuguese. Mm-hmm. The town is called Gramado. You guys would probably pronounce like Gramado or something like that. Obrigado. Um, <laughs> uh, and it's a beautiful town. You, we're talking about German immigration, so it's like a German town. It's up in the mountains. It's you know a super like a touristic town as well. And so I was just walking around there with my wife and then we came across this, you know, like this structure, which is obviously for, for like some sort of shows or something. And it's like in the middle of the woods and, uh, you know, just looking at that place and was like, man, this is an insane place because it's kind of like abandoned. It's been abandoned for like 10, 10 years now, oh. you know, that structure, that structure. So no events are happening over there for like the past 10 years. And we thought it would, it would be like the perfect spot for this video because the song and then came the storm. Um, it's like a it's it's pretty much like a goodbye letter, okay? The the lyrics, it has beautiful melodies, but at the same time, it's it's, it's heavy, you know, and fast. Uh, so it's kind of like aggressive and beautiful at the same time. And the you know that place where we made the video is pretty much the same. You know, it's abandoned, so it's it's a little bit like you can think of it like a 
I don't know, aggressive or I don't know. I don't even know the word. But at the same time, like around it, you have all, all those trees and like a forest, you know. So it seems to be like the perfect spot for this for this track to make a video for this track. Mm-hmm. You guys, yeah. are, you guys are dressed up. It doesn't look cold, but I'm guessing it was a cold or chilly day. Yeah, you can say that. But we were lucky enough to have a sunny day, so we got a little a little hot in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How did you arrange that? Because if it's abandoned, you can just show up. Or did you does you need to talk to somebody? Like who would you talk to if it's abandoned? Yeah, well, we had to because since it's, it belongs to to like the city hall. Okay. We yeah. yeah we had to ask like for authorization and stuff like that. Yeah, I would love to thank you to, to thank my friend Lucas Martin Lucas Martins because he was the guy like responsible for you know for setting that up for us. Okay. Since he's local to to the town, he knew he knows people from the city hall and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> now I've got that the uh, album of the shirt that you're wearing the clowny shirt. Okay. Is or was anyway very well received. So when you guys were working on an EP, were you looking to follow in the footsteps of that album? Um I'm not sure if we were thinking about that, you know, because um um I think the songs are different. You know, the songs are different. I think that probably in the I Cell album the songs might be a little bit more modern, like a more modern power metal progress. You know, proggy kind of kind of stuff, kind of music, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, you know, this is the way that I see. I think that Spiral is a little bit more, for, like for instance, this song and then came the storm. It's a little bit more like traditional power metal. Mm-hmm. Okay, then we have another song which is like a folk metal song, which is Spark of Hope, the one that we're probably going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, we do have the accordion again on that on one track, which is a Spark of Hope. In the Icel album, we had the accordion on three tracks. So, yeah, but I, I still think that there are, like, different pieces of work, you know. I don't think, like, a spiral would be, like, a continuation of Ice Cell. I think it's, like, separate, separate things. Okay, cool. Now, you mentioned an accordion. <laughs> Who plays the accordion? So, we have a, this amazing musician guy. His name is Mateus Klaber. Okay, so he's, like, an accordion player, and he's, like, insanely great. So, he's been recording with us, uh, and... The, there's a song from the Icel album called Death, Death Sleepers, so he's on that video as well. And another song called Hole in the Shell, which is the, the official music video, has footage from the show that we did with Iron Maiden. So he was with us on that one, as, on that show too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he recorded on Spiral, and he recorded on Icel. And unfortunately, on the Spark of Hope video, he wasn't available. So, you know, he wasn't, he's not a part of the video that is not out yet. But we had another friend of ours called Eduardo Nicali mm-hmm. playing the accordion for us in the music video for Spark of Hope. And we're very, very thankful to, to Mateus and Eduardo, both of them amazing musicians and super awesome people. Okay. Spark of Hope. What's that song yeah. about? So it, it's it's like a tragic love story, I think. <laughs> uh, about like it's so it's about like people who like in the 1800s fought like in a in a bat in a battle. Okay, so they they ended up being getting killed during the battle. Okay, so, and then they were like at some point they were they're dead and they don't know that they're dead. So you know like their spirits or something 
they're still around, but they don't know, don't they don't know that they're dead. So that's pretty much what it's about, you know. Uh, I don't know if you heard of the lyrics. A new sun is shining, some stuff like that, you know. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like about rebirth and um, reincarnation, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what led to the accordion? Was it musically it felt like it needed the accordion? Was it lyrically that it felt like it needed the accordion? Musically, for sure. Uh, this song specifically, Spark of Hope, it it has like its roots um, totally connected, I would say, I don't know, with uh, traditional music from the south of Brazil. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like south of Brazil and Uruguay and Argentina, so all that part, even though uh, my home state is part of Brazil, the culture is closer to, you know, the culture of Uruguay and Argentina. Music wise, and you know, even culture wise, so the song definitely felt that he needed the accordion, as other songs that we have, like in in the previous album as well. So, like I mentioned, Magnus, who is like the main songwriter, his grandfather is is dead. I mean, he passed away like in the eighties, but he was one of like the most important artists, musicians, you know, from from this part of, of Brazil. Uh, and he used to play like traditional, you know, like folk music from this from the from from the south over here. So Magnus, he grew up listening to that kind of music, you know, and connected with that kind of music. He ended up being a metal guy, but somehow he incorporated all that with his songwriting. So it's something that comes up comes natural to him, you know. Mm-hmm. His grandfather is called Teixeirinha. I can, if you want, I can write in the chat here. Okay, please do. If you want to look him up? Okay. Super. This guy has like statues all over the place. This is very important. Very important artist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see if it copied over. Yep, it did. Yay. Okay. This guy looks official. Yeah, like with his guitar up, up, up you know, up high and all that. Yeah. All those old school record, record exactly uh, things. Yeah. Yeah. Very old school, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and pose and click. And there we go. Okay. Francis, we've chatted about auditioning for a machine head. We chatted about living in L.A. We chatted about Hollywood. We chatted about uh, some new adaptations to the writing and recording process. Somewhat pandemic-related also because there's just going to be some distance with you being in L.A. And we also chatted about the EP Spirals chatted about and then came the storm which is a music video available so everybody listening in wherever you're listening in or watching and in today's show notes there's a youtube link to the music video for and then came the storm also a link to the band's website RageInMyEyes.com. the ep spirals out as of october 15th wherever it is that you consume music so if you're on spotify just do it if you're on apple music just do it so wherever it is that you just do it, it's just do it. Wherever it is that you consume music, go ahead and do that, and you'll be able to hear that accordion and spark of hope. You'll be able to hear everything going on, especially. And then came the storm, which we just chatted about. So, mm-hmm. Francis, is there anything I miss? I didn't include a record label. Do you guys have a record label sending this guy out? We are no, we're totally independent. Okay, it's completely independent. Yeah, okay. uh, I do want to add one thing uh, yeah, yeah. because the, the the music video for Spark of Hope Spark of Hope is not out yet, mm-hmm. but it will be by the end of the month, by the end of, uh, of October on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. 
And you were saying about just do it. Yeah, man, come on, man. We, I mean, we're putting out music for free for people, right? So you don't have to pay for it anymore. So all I have to do is just <laughs> hit play. Just hit play and give us a like, you know, and subscribe and all that stuff. Yeah. So we're counting on you guys, you know, not only for, for Ridge of My Eyes, but for every band out there. I mean, there's a lot of bands doing great stuff. There's a lot, there's, you know, there's more to than just Metallica and Iron Maiden and Bon Jovi and, you know, all those gigantic bands. We have a lot of amazing bands, smaller bands doing great stuff. So we would appreciate it, you know, if people gave those smaller bands more value. Because, man, I got to tell you, man. We've been doing this for a long time, and we know what we're doing. So we believe that we're doing great stuff. That's right, baby. That's right. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Well, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate you you know, you know, giving us this this time to to pr- promote our stuff. Great. And your show is awesome, man. I'm you know, very, very flattered to be here, man, for sure. Thank you. <laughs>